Hello, hello. Welcome. We are things I never said in therapy. All right, so last time I cried, the time before that, I cried. And today, I'm not crying. I am not gonna cry. <laughs> okay? So if you hear me crying, I'm not crying anymore. I'm done with crying. Because today is about happiness. Mm-hmm. And we had margaritas before this. Oh, yeah, we did. Is it a margarita or we is it a one. pina colada? And well, if we had a pina colada, shouldn't we have had rum? I'm confused. How does alcohol work? But we had alcohol. We did have alcohol. But either we had a tequila pina colada. But isn't it normally rum? Am I dumb? Or is that? I mean, I don't drink very much. Yeah, it could be with rum. But to be honest, I didn't taste the difference. It was still alcohol. It was still really good. I actually did like it. It was a little on the sweeter side for me. I think I would have. And like kind of thick. I think I would have preferred it being iced on ice rather than. A slushy. I 100% prefer the slushies. And I personally like to put coconut shreds in my pina coladas. Ooh. Oh, you're fancy. <laughs> we put pineapple on top. Yeah. On this on the rim of the glass. Yeah, you straight up jabbed it into mine. <laughs> it, yeah, I did. <laughs> I sure did. And you want to know why? Because we're classy bitches. <laughs> and if we're going to have a margarita, it's going to have a fucking fruit on the side of the glass. Okay? Yeah. And I might have smushed it too hard and it... <laughs> Kind of fell off a little bit. It didn't hold on very well. No, it, it wasn't didn't. sturdy at all. It, yeah. But you know what? That's okay. Because guess what? It's summertime and we had summertime margaritas. It was a good day to have them. It's so fucking hot. So I think you know by now we live in LA. I don't, we don't specify it a lot, but we've talked about LA areas. Mm-hmm. And it has been, I want to say like 90, degrees are hotter every day for the past like two weeks yeah we're really getting punished for all that rain all the rain that we had the beautiful beautiful rain they're now punishing us with the hottest fucking sun but that's okay because we're going to talk about wonderful things that you can do in the summertime that's this that's today's and that's why i'm saying i'm not going to cry this time (laughs) because summertime activities don't make me cry much a lot (laughs) I don't know. Maybe a little bit. But let's do a little check-in. It's, it's our little check-in time. Mm-hmm. Vanessa, highs, lows, how you feeling? Right. I haven't even, I haven't thought about this at all. So. You think about them before? I really don't come with anything uh, ready. Not, <laughs> not that should. I like, not that I think about them before, but I know we're doing a check-in. So I think my brain automatically kinds of it starts to categorize things. Yeah, it does a little diagnostic. Yeah. And I completely forgot. So let's see. This is, you're in, you're going to hear the process of like how my brain does it. My low, hmm, my low is that I've been really angry this week. And honestly, I want to say for the past couple of weeks, I don't know why. Um, And... I think I even told you this earlier, angry to the point where like I'll sometimes just randomly catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I, I'm just automatically upset like, Ugh! like I'm just 
mad. I yeah. don't know why. And I definitely attribute a big part of it to the heat. I think the heat just makes me easily irritated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've just been easily annoyed, really angry. And it's at no one or nothing particular. Yeah. So whoever I take it out on is very unfortunate because it's not their fault. Well, I'm going to look something up because I heard it. Okay. So um, this is like a check-in thing that people say to do if you're feeling upset or angry or like you're just not feeling your best. And so it's called the HALT method or like oh, it's called the HALT acronym. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I literally just heard about it like a day ago, but it stands for hunger, anger, lonely, tired. And so when you're feeling down, you're supposed to ask yourself, like, am I hungry? Am I angry? But at what? Am I lonely or am I tired? And so by solving one of those issues, it's supposed to, like, make you feel better. <laughs> oh. So maybe you're just tired or maybe you're just hungry or maybe your homeostasis levels are out of whack and now you're not feeling good. But the interesting thing, it's like checking for... Fo- different stressors in your body yeah to see how you're feeling mm-hmm. i don't know how useful it would be i've never used it before but i thought I, it was interesting i haven't either and i mean i did have a, a session with my therapist this week and i obviously brought this up and she told me that i just have to really be patient with myself mm-hmm. and patient in the sense of When these feelings are happening and I'm like just snapping at people, patient where you might snap before you can really think about it. And then when you process it, it's like you either have to assess if you were wrong or the like snapping at them was really the right route. But that's difficult though. Yeah. Stopping in the moment and being like, oops, sorry, didn't mean to snap at you. Like that's so difficult to bring yourself out of. And so she said, like, if you practice more patience, like in general, especially with yourself, then you'll start to just be patient with like everything else. And then eventually you'll go back into like your normal routine of like looking at things clearly. So I've been trying to do that. I'll tell you right now, it's not working. (laughs) I'm still so annoyed. But so that's been my low where like, I don't know. Again, I and she even said this. She's like, I 100% also do believe it's the heat, though. She goes, you're already, your body is already, like, naturally going to be irritated at anything because it's so hot. It's, like, working overtime to try and keep you cool, and it can't keep up. So, and I mean, again, you know, it hasn't been hot for months. Like, not how we're used to. Mm -mm. This just started. So that's been my low. My high. (sighs) My high. I think. I mean, one of my favorite shows, Sweet Magnolias, the third season came out on Thursday, Mm -hmm. which was yesterday. So I obviously already finished it. I binged the third season and I liked it. Um, What worries me is that it didn't leave off on a cliffhanger. So I'm concerned that they're doing that as a way to who knows if there'll be a fourth. Maybe, maybe not. So. I would hope that they would bring it back, mm-hmm. but with the writer's strike and the actor's strike. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think they left it that way on purpose 
just because probably when they were filming all this, they were in the middle of like, we still don't really know. Obviously, they filmed it like a year or so ago, mm-hmm. but they knew their contract. Both of them knew their contracts were expiring this like this year, the same year. So I think they did it with the intention of obviously, if we don't reach an agreement, we'll at least leave the audience like on a happy note, not a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like they have the past two seasons. So uh I that I was happy about that the that it came out and I was able to see it. Um and I feel like there was something more. Another high? I think so. Um my parents well my dad has been on vacation, like I've said. He just got back into town last night. And then they decided to do like my parents and my little sister decided to do an impromptu trip up to San Francisco and they're coming back home Sunday. What are they doing up there? Uh, I think nothing. Nice. Yeah. I think just looking at stuff they've seen before because they've gone before. Mm-hmm. Do they just like San Francisco? So uh, I guess my sister is always gone and my sister said, I don't remember a lot of the stuff. And she goes, and you know, I just want to go. And the last time we all went was I was in college. And we originally went up there to see San Francisco State mm-hmm. because I that was one of the colleges I was applying to. Oh, my God. Yeah, I almost went there. Yeah. What if we had gone there <laughs> instead of where we started? We would have still met each other. Yeah. Isn't that so I cute? I was really, really considering it. And so the last time we went is when I went to go see the campus. And my family invited me to go on the trip. And I was like, no, because for some reason, every time we go to San Fran, I argue with every single person in my family. Mm-hmm. Like we either argue about where we're going to eat. You're taking the wrong street. I don't want to see this. I went like we argue. And all you're the time. already just angry for no yeah. reason. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not. I said, I'm not going to put myself through that. Yeah. So I think the high was that they left. <laughs> <laughs> If I, if I speak your truth <laughs> doesn't sound as bad it's that they left and i was able to have the house like completely to myself as an introvert that's one of the best yeah. things that can ever happen because my brother went to work my husband went to see his parents so i just had the house to myself until i literally left mm-hmm. to like come and record yeah so and i didn't i did a couple of things like you know some chores and stuff but i just knew i was alone and I, I'm so comfortable in my block that obviously when I walk through, like to exit my room, I have to walk like physically outside into like the little hallway we have in the back. So neighbors like from upstairs can technically like look out and see me. Mm-hmm. So I would walk out with like a huge, like just like overshirt, but like no shorts. Mm-hmm. So, and I just like didn't care because again, I had the house to myself. Like it was whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely a good day, a good afternoon. Yes, I thrive when nobody's home. Mm-hmm. I there's just like a sense of peace that comes over me when I know I don't have to like answer to anyone. Yeah, and I like being in control, mm-hmm. <laughs> but also it's just you know being alone. I don't have to like worry about anybody else, and mm-hmm. I don't have to share the space with anybody else, and don't have to worry about stepping on people's toes or not mm-hmm. being able to do what I want to do. Even if what I want to do is just laying down. Yeah. Like there's nobody there to stop me from doing just my own thing. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, what are my, like self care days for me require me to be like completely alone. Yeah. Love my family, love my boyfriend. I would like to be alone like mm-hmm. at least once a month, if not for like at least two hours once a week. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. And I haven't been like completely alone like that in a long time. And I wonder if that's why you're, you've been so angry. Yeah. And I, when I say, when I say a long time, I don't mean like, oh, you know, like a month. I mean, like definitely not this year at all. And it's already been like so long. Yeah. And I think last year, mm, I was, I remember last year I had a couple times alone, like in our space because Mario had gone to do bachelor things for weddings he was in. And then he had like a job a week out that was in. Mm-hmm. So I had like time completely by myself in our space, but people were still in the house. Yeah. And you can still feel that energy. It's like yeah. about the energy of the people around you too. Mm-hmm. And you can like feel it coming off of them and it is kind of draining sometimes. Yeah. So, so I like where I'm completely alone. I think this is the first time in a good year and a half, if not more. Well, I think you need to book some hotel stays <laughs> for yourself in the near future. Yeah. So that you don't have to wait for an impromptu trip to San Francisco for you mm-hmm. to get your much needed alone time. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. As introverts, we need it. Mm-hmm. We really do. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad. So you have the weekend pretty much, or is Mario going to be back tonight? Yeah, he's going to be back tonight. He's just visiting. And my my brother is also staying. So I don't feel like I need the entire like weekend. And my brother, either way, tomorrow is going to work again. And I think tomorrow I'll definitely hang out with my in-laws just because I think I was supposed to do that today. and. It didn't. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think it's because you spent the time on your own, which yeah. was needed. So yeah, yeah. You, they can have you tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's very nice. I definitely need a alone day soon. It's just not going to happen this weekend for <laughs> me. <laughs> it's too much going on. Yeah. So I'm going to start with Milo. I think you already know it, mm-hmm. but today at work, that was my low. I'm not going to go into any details about what happened. Vanessa knows the whole score. I told her everything, but it was just a bunch of bad communication all happening at the same time. And because of what's happening at work with, you know, not having job security, it just adds a lot more tension. So yeah, just dealing with that and then having to stand in the hot, hot freaking sun. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got sunburnt outside while I was helping do some stuff at work. And I was outside for like over an hour, but particularly standing in the heat for like 30 minutes on top of something that was already very high mm-hmm. with no shade. So that was my low. Um, and my high, I feel like I, I have a couple too. Um, I went and I saw Paramore last night. Yep. And they are just... So incredible. Haley Williams' voice is phenomenal and gets better with age, which usually is the opposite. Usually yeah. people like burn their voices out, but she, her technique and just the way that she treats her voice is just incredible. 
Um, I got goosebumps. I cried during the song Last Hope, which it's so funny because I was driving to work and I was listening to Paramore and that song came on and it just kind of hit me in a way that it hadn't hit me before. And the lyrics just, I don't know, resonated with me a lot more than it ever had. And I was like, holy shit, like this is this song right now represents kind of like where I am in my life or like how I've been feeling a, mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And so when she played it live, I was just like sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> and she, it was so good. And like, you could tell like she was even emotional singing it too. Cause it's a, it's a song about hope and it's just so, so good. Lyrics are incredible. And there's like this one lyric. Um, yeah, the, that just, I'm going to look it up so I don't butcher it, but I'm going to say it out loud. So, um, it goes, it goes, and the salt in my wounds isn't burning any less than it ever has. It's not that I don't feel the pain. It's just, I'm not afraid of hurting anymore. And the blood in these veins isn't pumping any less than it ever has. And that's the hope I have. The only thing that's keeping me alive. But the whole thing is just about like, you just need that spark to Mm -hmm. keep going. Even when things are dark, if you just have that tiny spark lighting the way you you have hope mm-hmm. so it's just I, I think it's a really powerful song and i i was so grateful that they played it after i had that that moment of clarity driving and realizing how much it resonated with me and then mm-hmm. she sang it and i was like this is a moment in my life where i'm feeling so present and mm-hmm. as we know that's something that we've been struggling with and also yeah. i think that's something that everybody kind of is struggling with because as soon as we got there Haley Williams was like, uh, I know it's really tough, but let's forget what's outside of these walls. Let's forget what issues we're going through and let's be fully present in the moment. And they're like, that's our, that's what we're going to do. We're going to be fully present for you. And that's what we ask of you, like to be fully present with us and just experience this moment. Um, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, of course she's going to hit on the nail on the head for what we've been talking about. Yeah. For the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just incredible. Um, and then also I saw Into the Woods and that was, it was actually way funnier than I expected it to be. When I mm-hmm. think of Into the Woods, I don't think of comedy. Uh, and so the way that the actors portrayed, um, and interpreted the lines was just, I feel like how they were supposed to always be interpreted to be mm-hmm. really funny and, um, kind of sarcastic and stuff. And so that was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So SAG after unit released, like, I guess their argument points of like what they want, obviously. And they, they also posted like the responses they would get. And oh my God, there were so many like boxes of points where they would say rejected, rejected, reject, like no response, rejected. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe you guys are posting this. Like that is full transparency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think they just want the public on their side mm-hmm. as much as possible. So they're like, look at mm-hmm. this is, we're not asking for anything unreasonable. They're asking for literal meal breaks. The bare fucking minimum. <laughs> they're asking for the bare minimum. They're asking and they're for being legal rejected. things. That's what they're asking yeah. for. Like, what the hell? Things that are given to every single other worker. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense to me that these producers are so far from what the reality of life is. 
because they're so fucking rich Mm -hmm. that they can't see anything from a working person's perspective that they're like meals. What is that? Meals. Meal break? You take meal breaks? I don't ever stop working. I'm like, what are you talking Bitch, about? You never work. Yeah. That's why you have so much money. You're because whole you're hoarding it all. Break. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? You crazy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy out there, but it's wild. Mm-hmm. So, what are you least, or what, what show that is now postponed are you the saddest about? Uh, I, okay, I wouldn't say I'm the saddest. I'm the most curious of how it's going to play out with how they've announced how far it's being pushed and it's stranger things Mm -hmm. they have said that it will not be released until 2027 Mm -hmm. which is a fucking long ass time from now all of the teen actors are going to be i mean they're already like they're going to be adults yeah they're definitely going to be middle 20s adults yeah and all of the actors that are playing like the older teens, they're already in their mid to late 20s. Some are even like pushing 30. They're all definitely going to be pushing that then by then. Yeah. So and the, and we I think we were talking about it where the actors that are teenagers that are all the main kids, they are all going through their like super changing like puberty phase where they are looking completely different the way we all go through that phase mm-hmm. and then when you see people that you haven't seen in a long time oh my god he looks so different that is the phase they're going through and they look drastically different yeah can you imagine how, what they're going to look like when they finally film and they're obviously probably going to film like maybe a year year and a half prior but it's still going to be until like 2026 when they start filming and yeah. then it's being released in 2027 and obviously the way I look at it is they're either going to have to address it in the show. The writers are going to have to say, listen, they've tried to battle Vecna for like 10 plus years and they fought and they've always like lost. So now they're finally going to try and win. So it's a time jump or which is what a lot of the actors and writers are saying they want protection from. They're going to have to use AI to super make them young. Yeah. I mean, or they can do CGI, but we all know that CGI doesn't CGI do looks very terrible. Well. CGI is good for a flashback scene for mm-hmm. like two minutes, not for an entire like what? Seven to 10 episode series like, yeah. season. And another issue is that big companies aren't paying for good CGI. They're mm-hmm. giving something and being like, we need this CGI done in two weeks. And they're like, that's all they're given for like a whole movie or something. Mm-hmm. And some CGI takes like a couple seconds. You need an explosion in the background. You need um to take out like a sign or something. Okay, we can do it. You need to frame by frame do something in slow motion. No, that's just not going to look good. No. So that's a show that I was very, I'm just very curious as to how. It's going to be. And the thing was, what I was really shocked about was why it's pushed so far. I mean, we're in 2023. Who knows how long the strikes are going to last? Let's say they truly last a full year. So that would put us in 2024. And then they go back to negotiate and stuff. Uh, I'm assuming maybe at the end of 2024 or whenever they like reach something or they could. Which pushes into like 2025. So it's like they could either, and if they uh, come to an agreement, they either start f- filming in 2025 
And I guess they released in 26. I guess, yeah, 2027 mm-hmm. makes sense, but it's so far. Yeah. 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 I definitely am a little concerned for that one too. Um, especially just because I feel like the hype is going to kind of falter. Yeah. I mean, it already kind of has. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long ago did the last season, wasn't it like? It wasn't last year? Was it last year or year before? I, no, not twenty. I thought it was twenty twenty two because I thought it was everybody was doing like the Eddie Munson TikToks and stuff. Yeah, those were funny. <laughs> Chrissy, wake up! <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was last year. Okay, so twenty twenty two. I'm gonna look it up. I got my computer in front of me because I know. I think I was def. Okay, I was definitely already at. We were already working together, so. So they filmed, they must have filmed that in 2021. Yeah. Um, it came out 2022. Yeah. So they were definitely filming. They filmed that in 2021. And every season has been, what, two to three years apart? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Definitely going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, press the wrong button. I press And the all the other shows, I know there's more shows that are, like, being pushed back. Like, I think Emily in Paris. I never, I watched never it. watched it, so I I don't follow at at all. I only know some of these because I've seen TikTok videos of people explaining these are the shows that are being affected. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. and to be honest, I don't know the rest. I I don't really, I don't. And yeah. movies, I definitely don't know. Um, I am looking it up right now, <laughs> or maybe not. The Washington Post wants me to sign in for me to see. Oh, absolutely the not. Movie, so let me back the fuck up five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> so Deadpool 3, Captain America, Brave New World, Transformers, Thunderbolts, Blade, Fantastic Four, Avatar 3, Avengers King, the King Dynasty, Avengers Secret War, Avengers 4, Avengers 5, all postponed. Oh my God. You know so what else is postponed? Avengers. What? It ends with us. <laughs> Is this where we enter talking about what the fuck they're wearing in this film? And why the fuck did they put this wig on her? I, I understand. Who is she? That they're like, what era <laughs> is that from? Every, like, oh my God. When, when Colleen Hoover comes on and she's like, this was like back then, you guys. She gets flooded with comments of people saying, I was born back then, whatever year you want to say, and nobody dressed like this. I don't understand what era that is. They gave her a Carhartt shirt. And also, it's like, okay, you can't make it that fucking cringy. Her name is already Lily Bloom. You can't make it even more cringe. It's already cringe. Okay. Oh, it ends with us. The Community movie. Oh, that's disappointing. I love Community. I don't know if you've ever watched the show, but very, very, very good. Um, I recommend it so much. Um, The Last of Us Season 2. Oh, yes. Yeah, that one um, I knew. The White Lotus Season 3. Lord of the Rings Rings of Power Season 2. I couldn't get into that show. Um, And I love Lord of the Rings. So. I guess if anybody's listening to this and they really like that show, I guess tell us. Tell us if you liked it. 
obviously The Witcher season four, but The Witcher season four is going to be problematic for different I reasons. I don't know if I'm going to continue watching The Witcher uh, okay. without Henry Cavill. But here's the thing, like, a hundred percent. I I really don't want to, but because I love Yennefer and Siri's relationship, and I even love Tissaia and Yennefer's relationship, I I don't want to abandon them. Well, I guess it depends on how they end this season. If yeah. it ends in a way where it feels wrapped up, then I might just be done and not watch. And also, I might can continue watching depending on like what the reviews are or give like one episode with Liam a chance. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think I'm going to enjoy it as much. He, he just was, he embodied the character. He, he was, he is Geralt. Geralt. He's Geralt. I, I, I can't see it. Severance, yellow jackets and yeah, a lot of stuff. I don't see euphoria. I don't watch that. Mm -mm. Yeah, I would say for me, the thing that I'm probably the saddest about being delayed is, oh, and Wicked is delayed too. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just interested in watching Wicked because I really like the person that they cast as Alphaba, whose name I now cannot remember. <laughs> <laughs> Who is dropping poles outside? So yeah, I, I think I, <laughs> oh, what is that? What is that? What are those? What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm most disappointed about Stranger Things and It Ends With Us. Because even though I know it's going to be cringe, I know I'm going to fucking eat that movie up. I know I'm going to watch it, but I, I want to watch it because I want to be part of the era that has gone to see It Ends With Us after I saw all of it behind the scenes of people posting. Yeah. So I definitely want to be part of the era. I want to be part of the conversation. And I really am interested to see because they did say, yes, we have aged the characters. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how are you going to play off? Because to be honest, when I read It Ends With Us, I... I didn't really, I would say, listen to all the other reasons why people love them. I didn't love It Ends With Us. What I appreciated about it, though, was that the domestic violence wasn't shied away. Mm -hmm. I think my, I think what was really well written was the parts when Lily is a teenager and she's witnessing her parents go through this mm -hmm. because you could really see that it was happening through her point of view, how she was feeling and how she always told herself like that was never going to be her. And then it was. Mm -hmm. And then I thought the conversations between her and her mom were well written too. Yeah. When she is talking to her mom and her mom, you never get to see her side of it until she finally says you will always keep pushing your boundary mm -hmm. every time you let him do something. And you'll keep saying, well, I've pushed it so he hasn't crossed that boundary. And then you're going to keep raising it and pushing it until you realize it it's like non-existent anymore. Mm -hmm. And she tells her, do not ever let yours get to that. So yeah. I, th I thought there were parts that were well-written. But everything else that like, everyone's upset about or that they're saying that they were like, this is why I connected because they were saying that Lily was like, early 20s like just graduated college so 22 23 and that ryle was like 
late 20s, I think, because he was like, um, he was a resident. So he was like in medicine. Mm -hmm. And everybody was saying that that the age difference was so important because she was so young and naive. And I just never noticed that because I think you could be any age and be a victim of domestic yeah. violence. And so that's why that. Especially they're trying to show the, I feel like the book tried to show how innocent it can look mm-hmm. at, in the beginning, how easily it, it just like not pay attention to that or to forgive again and again mm-hmm. for something that, you know, isn't, it wasn't, it was an actual mistake and I'm never going to mm-hmm. do it again. And so just, yeah, how you push the line farther and farther. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that kind of represented it uh, as well as it could from mm-hmm. like that perspective. And yeah, I, I feel like we should have started this with spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you haven't read it, um, stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. it's too late now. Yeah. This is how, this is how we literally talk. We yeah. just jump in. We just so jump into stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like the spoilers. book should have just been its own single thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, it starts with us. Is that what it's called? Yes. I, um, I haven't read that one because I just, yeah, I didn't care to. Yeah. I read it and it just felt like a really long epilogue that was unnecessary. Like it gives us a little glimpse into like what her relationship with Ryle is now, now that she's had her child. Mm-hmm. And then also um just diving into what it looks like now between her and Atlas now that they've kind of met up again. And it just, like I said, it felt like a very long epilogue that I was like, this was fan service at this point. Oh, yeah, it absolutely was. Because when it blew up on TikTok, everybody was saying, you know, you only get to see them as teenagers in love and you don't really get to see their love like now and things like that. And so it was a 100% fan service. And I also think because it ends with us got so popular again and she obviously started making like money from it again or like more at least then she was like okay well i have like time and probably the finances to like just write this long epilogue and she all and she just knew it was going to explode because mm-hmm. everybody was asking for it yeah yeah but get that back sis <laughs> do what you got to do yeah cuz Colin Hoover is working right now mm-hmm. she is working it which all the more power to. Yeah. That's going to be you one day. Uh, hoping. And then, and then I'll see videos on TikTok where people are like, I don't get why people like this author. Yeah. <laughs> but don't has, worry. I'll be in the comments so defending you. Too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think every Everybody author is going to have a, a hater. Yeah. I feel like you kind of know, okay, maybe I'm doing something right. Because usually you get haters when you have enough attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you have enough people liking what you do, someone's going to be like, I want to go against this. Yeah. I can't wait for us to have haters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to be us one day. We're going to have haters. And uh, if you're listening now, haters, I love you. Yeah. Please, Thank you. Please hate. <laughs> Thank you for bringing attention to us. If you're hating us out loud and on platforms. Mm hmm. Unless, unless you, re- unless you read us too well and then you make me cry. Cause <laughs> like this person is controlling and a bitch. <laughs> I'd be like, that was too close. 
to the truth. Too deep. You went. That was too too deep. Too truthful. It hurt. (laughs) But I guess now that we're on this topic of shows and movies and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. let's talk about our summer, our summer book wrecks, summer movie wrecks, traditions, what we do in the summer when it's so fucking hot. (laughs) My number one activity to do in the summer when it's so fucking hot is to go swimming. I love swimming. I love just lounging by a pool. And then also I have um a pool hammock. So there's a floaty on one side and a floaty on the other side. And the rest of it is just like a hammock in it. And you literally just hammock in a pool and float around. I literally napped on it before. It, I'm sure you could die. Maybe don't, <laughs> but I do it all the time. Never alone. Never, ever nap alone in a pool. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, I just love sleeping. Make sure you're wearing sunscreen. I use um Super Goop. I think it's what's her fucking name? She used to be married to Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said her last name wrong. <laughs> I don't know how to say it right. Um, yeah, I love that sunscreen. So get you some. Yeah, I love to lounge by pool and swim. I also like to lay down inside in the AC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your summer activities? Uh, I like to go to the beach and I don't like to go in the water unless it's one of those beaches that is like the marina type mm-hmm. where it's netted off, but it has like a beach area with yeah. sand and everything. So I go to those and those I'll go in the water and then I'll take a nap like in the sun. And then I'll come home and obviously like I'll shower, but you still feel like warm because your skin is like tan and sunburned. Mm-hmm. So then I'll still like just like either take a nap with all the windows open. The best naps are after the beach. Yeah, because your skin is already naturally warm. So you don't really need a blanket. You can have the fan going because it's kind of balancing you out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll usually have like a glass of like red wine. And then I'll just like start reading or take a nap. Um, Sometimes I'll still do it outside, like after I shower and stuff. But that's what I like to do. And I like to make sure I go like earlier to the beach, like Mm -hmm. maybe like eight or nine. So you get a good spot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that way when I come home and I can relax and take my nap, it's barely like three. Yeah. So I like to do things early, even though in the summer, you know, the nights go on forever Mm -hmm. because the sun doesn't set till like 9 p.m. Yeah. But that's a big one that I like to do. Yeah. I also like going to the beach. I feel like it's such a, like, I have to picnic out. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure I have good food to eat while I'm there mm-hmm. and a big ass blanket. Unlike you, I do get in the water no matter what. And I pretend like I'm a sumo wrestler. <laughs> and when the waves come crashing towards me, I jump up and I hit it with my belly. <laughs> <laughs> did you like my visual (laughs) um i wish you could see it everyone it was a really good visual of me jumping into a mimed fucking wave (laughs) i'm so good at jumping into waves yeah i love the beach 
I don't go enough at, for somebody who lives in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that because sometimes, like, if I want to go to the netted off one, it is a mission. I have to. It's like a good with no traffic. It's a good like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So but when just, is there no traffic? Yeah, exactly. So it's really like 40, 45 to go to mine where it's not, it's like the regular beach. It is like literally 10 minutes away, but that beach is scary. Mm. Well, like all, like all of them, like the, the ones I go to, like the waves are always. So I have this like fear of the ocean to where I think if once I go into the water with the waves and it's not netted off, the ocean's going to know she's in, grab her, and it, dra- it tries to drag me out. Every time I try to jump over the waves, they pull me in further. So I I don't trust it. So it's mm-hmm. like, it, I feel like it doesn't matter if I really try and like stay away from getting pulled into the ocean. It drags me in. Yeah. So I think I mean, something's th- trying to get me. <laughs> I think that's just the tide. And it depends on the time of day or when you go in. Sometimes the tide's a little bit stronger. Sometimes it's a little bit weaker. And it, no matter what, you're always going to get a little bit of a pull just because that's the back and forth of, of the ocean. But you should be going back and forth. If it's just pulling you, then you actually need to swim with the current to get out of it because then you're oh, in a yeah, tide pull. See, but then I'd have to go deeper in the ocean and I'm not doing that. Yeah, but it's either that or you're swimming in the same spot over and over until you drown. I just don't go in. <laughs> True. And I don't get dragged. Well, We're stuck. See, that's why I jump and I I belly all of the way. <laughs> belly fight them. I belly fight them. <laughs> you have to, and then the water splashes up <laughs> your body, and it goes. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, it nothing feels better than when I'm bellying a wave. Yeah. <laughs> well, something else I also like to do. Um, I like to take road trips, even if they're short. Like the the most one I'll do is like vegas Mm -hmm. we have family there and they have a pool like a built-in pool so i'll go for like a weekend or something and it's usually with my mom and my sister um or like mario and i will do like a camp trip Mm -hmm. so it's i I usually it'll usually be some type of like small road trip or like weekend camping trip but usually like a weekend um Unless I do want it to be longer, then obviously I'll just ask. But mm-hmm. I definitely like to do some type of like summer trip. Yeah. Summer camping is the best. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing beats it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, this is the time where I'm going to go into my family's tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, children. Gather around as we talk about the tradition of the blink flammy. I was going to say my last name and I decided against it at the last minute. Yeah. Um, so every summer we go up to North California where my grandpa owns 40 acres of land in a cabin. And we just spend a good, if we can, at least a week or a week and a half up there. This year we're going and Vanessa's joining me mm-hmm. and we're going to go for like five days. So not a full week this time, but you know, circumstances won't mm-hmm. allow us, but. I have been going since I was born, pretty much. My grandpa bought this place in the seventies. Um, and it was when it was just land, mm-hmm. then built the house on it. 
their little plot of land is like one of the only plots that have water running. Um, and so they have a pond in their front yard. And some years it's a little more shallow depending on, you know, how much of a drought California is in. Mm-hmm. But it, for the most part, it's pretty consistent in how much water is in the pond. And so, um, there's a, uh, what's it called? It's not a rowboat, but there's a paddleboard, a paddle boat. So it, you paddle like a, a bike, but you sit in it. And so we have one of those. We'll just kind of sit on the pond and paddle around. And sometimes I'll go and just sit in it. And my boyfriend will fish and I'll just read a book while I'm sitting out on the pond. Um, and then we go to Lily Lake, um, by their house. And when I say by their house, it's like an hour drive, but it's so worth it. Um, because it's the most beautiful place in the world. I've said the name so you can go find it, but it's kind of hard to. So <laughs> you might not be able to. No, I feel like with Google and maps mm-hmm. and all that stuff, it's very easy to find everything. Yeah. But it's just, it's very secluded. Rarely are there other people there when we're there. And if there are, it's like a couple like going fishing mm-hmm. or a few people. And the lake is big enough that you can go to like the other side, but it's such, it's such a huge portion of my childhood and my adult life that I don't know who I would be if I didn't go to at least once a year. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to blink that out. So now you're going to just hear me say, oh, for no reason. <laughs> if I didn't go to every year. <laughs> but it, it really is. I, I think there's something about tradition mm-hmm. that is just, I, I think, needed to, mm-hmm. to stay happy. I don't know. Or to stay there. I feel like you need something to look forward to in life yeah. to kind of keep you going. Kind of like when I was saying that song, like you just need that spark of mm-hmm. hope to make everything okay. Yeah. And, um, my trips to my grandpa's land has always been kind of a, a spark of hope because when I'm there, it's just peaceful and nothing beats being in nature and being surrounded by a bunch of people who love you. Mm-hmm. And that's, all those trips have ever been. And I'm not saying that like they're always perfect, but I think I have such an overwhelming positive feeling of about that place that it, it is, it is summer to me. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, when I think of summer, I think of going to my grandpa's land. I think that place is kind of like cousins beach to belly in summer. I turned pretty. Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. Cousins Beach, and if you uh read Happy Place by Emily Henry, mm-hmm. they have like a little place that they go to every year, mm-hmm. um, and it's very similar with mm-hmm. like Bill. Okay, yeah, but it's just you know having that tradition of going to the same spot. Yeah. Everybody knows what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know the spots that you want to hit. You know what you're gonna eat. You know where you're gonna go. Yeah, there's already like the itinerary yeah it's already built in Mm -hmm. and all you have to do is just be yeah and as somebody who has trouble just existing Mm -hmm. and being present in that existence i feel like i'm more present there than i am anywhere else in the world Mm -hmm. because there's like like i was saying the the last couple episodes ago about hawaii and how i just could be Mm -hmm. and i could just go with the flow and that's not the reality of the world, but over there it is. That's the yeah. reality there. And yeah, I, I, 
I am so grateful that place exists for me because mm-hmm. it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. And I'm excited for you to experience it. I know. You've been inviting me basically since we met and mm-hmm. never been like the time has just never, ever aligned. It's yeah. always like something else is planned. Oh, I've already taken time off for this. It's like they have never, ever aligned. And I think there's a reason like it's fitting now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited and I'm ex- extra excited because my siblings are going mm-hmm. and we've never, I've always obviously road tripped like with my whole family, but ever since we've gotten older and we each kind of have our own schedules and stuff, my, my brother and sister and I have never just us three gone on a road trip, much less like such a long one like this. Mm-hmm. So it's a very long drive. Yeah. So I'm but definitely very excited. And they both also seem very excited. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can give you recommendations on places to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I have a couple and yeah, I'll give them to you. Yeah. So, um, I'll tell you all the best places to stop and eat at. Mm-hmm. Um, McDonald's, Del Taco. No, <laughs> <laughs> not Del Taco. McDonald's, I'll hit any day. Dude, there's so many Del Tacos when you're driving <laughs> up. Northern California. You would think that there would be more Taco Bells? No. It's McDonald's or Del Taco. That's Damn, what you're hitting. I love Taco Bell. I like Taco Bell too. I don't I think because of these road trips, Del Taco is like up there above Taco Bell for me. Oh, okay. Be- I I'm guessing I this is an epiphany I'm having now <laughs> because of these road trips. Yeah. 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 For me it's I'm here, again, it could be similar to me because I prefer Taco Bell because when I go to Vegas and I, like I said, I have family up there. So my cousins and my sister and I will all hang out and we'll all go out like for a drive, like at nine, 10 PM. And we're like, let's go get Taco Bell mm-hmm. because there's one like right up the road from where they live. Mm-hmm. So I think like same thing, like we obviously attribute restaurants or places with like nostalgia. Yeah. So I, and I think that's why I prefer. And Mario loves Taco Bell mm-hmm. and he's always happy when he gets to eat it. So I think. No, my too. dad. You know my dad. Yeah. He loves Taco Bell. <laughs> he has Taco Bell merch. He goes to Taco Bell. He hypes Taco Bell up. He's like, did you know that Taco Bell only uses real ingredients? I'm like, dad, are you a fucking commercial? I was going to say, like, can they promote him? Like, have him? I think that he should be a spokesperson for Taco yes, Bell. Absolutely. This is me putting my dad out there for you, Taco Bell. So yeah. you should have him on a commercial. And I... I think you would sell more Taco Bell than you ever had. As yeah. The and you can have my husband like kind of guest in one because mm-hmm. he be his hype man it. in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. It's so funny, like the things that people gravitate towards and end up loving. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have a food place where I am like, you guys need to eat here. I don't have a I need food place where I'm like, we need to eat here. I have places where I have really great memories at that I'm like, I feel like when you have great memories there, the food tastes better as you're eating it. Yeah. So it's, I have places where I've had such a great time that I want to bring people to because then I feel like the food will just taste better mm-hmm. because we're like, the you atmosphere want them to is have good. the same experience that you did when you were there. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody did that to me once and they were like, you have to eat at this spot. This is the best blank food you're ever going to have. And that's like 
put, put like a type of food in front of that. And I was like, okay. And I've already, I felt like I've already had my favorite of that type of food before. Mm-hmm. And so when they had me try it, it didn't, it was like bland. Mm. There was no salt. There oh, was barely yeah. any flavors. Mm-hmm. And I had to like pretend because they hyped it up so much. They were like, oh my God, this is the best one you're ever going to mm-hmm. have. You have no idea. This sounds like I'm talking about somebody else that recently, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. Um, this was a while ago. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't want to say the type of food because then the person might know that I was lying. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Lying through my teeth lying, about lying. how much Fibber. I liked it. Fibber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I am, I try, like, if it's going to hurt somebody's feelings, I'm, I try to do little white lies. Mm-hmm. Which is like such an interesting thing. Everybody's like, be honest, be honest. And I'm like, if I can save somebody's feelings by not telling them that their food fucking sucks, then I'm going to pretend that their food is good. I will say food sometimes is tricky because you can't eat it. It's it's not that I can't eat. It's more of like, I don't want them to think I liked it to the point where they want to bring me back. Oh, you don't sell it too much. No, no, no. (laughs) I not sell it too much. but. I also then also don't want to be told, well, you know, I took like Vanessa and she liked it and it's like, Oh, now you're a spokesperson for this <laughs> yeah. shitty place. Or, or like, I feel like what gets the trickiest is like when you're at home and, and you're trying that person's food and it's like, this is not good. Um, it depends how close I am to them mm-hmm. where I'm like, I feel like I would, re- if it hurts your feelings, I'd still rather tell you though, mm-hmm. because then you could get better at this and it will actually be good or it won't be bland or whatever so it is. It depends. Mm-hmm. Obviously everything has to come with context. Yeah. If it's all right and it could have been improved by just like one thing, then I'm not going to, I'll be like, dude, you should try it with this. Yeah. Cause I know it's not going to hurt their feelings, feelings too much because like, I don't dislike it. Mm-hmm. But I know something that can make it better. Yeah. But if it's like terrible and they're like, this isn't it so good? And like they barely cook or something and they just try to do something nice. I might, I might just lie and be <laughs> like, Oh, this is so good. Your first time. Yeah. <laughs> You're so good already. Can you imagine you say your first time and they're like, no, I make this all the time. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get out of that one? I don't know. I try not to lie too much. <laughs> I usually my go to is like just stay quiet. You know, I'm yeah. not gonna embellish that could it. Could be a tale too, though. It's like, why are you so quiet? If they ask me my opinion, that's a different mm-hmm. story. But if nobody's asking my opinion, I'm not gonna give it. Mm-hmm. So by omission, I'm lying by not being like it's terrible out loud. Mm-hmm. I am not necessarily lying. I'm just omitting. Mm-hmm. The fact that I hated it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I feel like, I feel like it really depends because I assume I would tell you if I was like, this is too salty or mm-hmm. this is whatever. And I assume that you would tell me and be like, girl, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But at the same time, I think you might lie to me. Um, <laughs> see that, that was high pitch. You haven't liked something I made. No, no, no. I'm, well, I'm trying to like think back because here's the thing. Sometimes it's not even of like how you make it. Sometimes I truly don't like something for the texture. Like for instance, yogurt is really difficult any kind for me to eat. It has mm-hmm. to be maybe even drinkable yogurt because when I'm eating like just regular yogurt, 
the texture of it makes it's me, thick. yeah, mm-hmm. and it makes me want to gag. So it depends also like on the texture, but I think everything you've made. Don't lie to me right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I like not it. On, not on the mic. The rice, you use the rice cooker. Uh, you made like Spanish rice because when we were in the writing group and we'd like mm-hmm. bring each other food was really good. Um, I'm just, I'm Filipino, so I'm really good at making rice <laughs> is what I'm getting. <laughs> um, yeah. And everything else is like, I feel like everything has been good. I mean, made potato tacos, cut up potatoes one day, bacon. Like it's also stuff where to us, right? It's self-explanatory and it's like, how could you mess this up? Mm-hmm. Whereas to other people, it's like, you fucking burned this egg, yeah. this bacon. You like didn't something? put any salt and pepper. <laughs> the most basic of, <laughs> of this is just plain. You didn't, you didn't salt the pasta when it was in the water. What are you talking about? You didn't. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, feeling spared, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> How do we get here? Oh, what were we talking we're about? We talked about summer traditions, and then we're like, I associate Del Taco because oh. I go at I associate. The- <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I get it, I get it. But yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, so we do like we go to our like road trip places. I will say, um, I Mexico, where my mom's from specifically, used to be that place for me. Mm-hmm. The way. Your grandpa's land is for you because I used to go every summer since I used to go spring break and summer since I was 11. Mm -hmm. So I got my first passport when I was 10. And then from there, I've always had a passport, which is a sad story for a passport. I'll get to, but I've always had one. And when I was 11, I would travel with my aunt by bus. So like I would go meet her. Um, she would like live in, in like literally the border, like TJ or like yeah. the other town. Mm-hmm. And then we would bus it and it would be like a, a day and a half, two day bus trip. So it wasn't until I turned 13 and then I started flying because once you turn 13, you can technically fly alone. Mm-hmm. So that was like what my parents were waiting for. But I would go every summer, sometimes summer and spring break, but for sure summers. Yeah. And I would go for like, the two months Mm -hmm. maybe a month and a half so i would have two weeks back here at home and i loved it every time i went i really did and it wasn't until i was like 17 which is the last time like in the summer not the last time ever in the summer but the last time like in that like tradition that i would go yeah that i went and now it feels more like i'm lucky if i go Anytime during the year, which has now more turned into like maybe December, like holiday time. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like really okay with it. And then as I started, I think hearing of like other things people did or like, this is the one thing I like do consistently and I make sure I do it in this around the same time and blah, blah, blah. I wish I would have like kept doing it and Mm -hmm. kept it going but at the same time i'm happy i stopped when i did because then i think i would have started to hate it and Mm -hmm. started to hate like the process of going and like everything 
So I, I, I know I stopped like at a good time where I was still fond of it and I, I just like had other things going on in my life. Yeah. But now I'm like, I don't have like a specific place like that. That was it for me for a long time, but it's changed so much and it's so different. And I've changed so much and I haven't been consistent with it where we could change to like at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really feel like that anymore. But Is it because of the people or because of the way that the place that you went to changed? Well, the people haven't changed at all. Like my family, my my mom's side of the family, that I will say they have never changed. Um, that could be part of the problem, but mm. they, they have truly never changed in their, they are very rooted in how they've grown up. Yeah. So you grew away. Yeah. I definitely grew away from, I mean, they definitely never approved of one that Mario doesn't really speak Spanish. I mean, they've accepted it now, but they were always like, we were hoping you would pick someone of our same culture and like that spoke the language mm-hmm. and Mario and then can learn yeah and then they were never obviously happy that then we lived together mm-hmm. before marriage yeah but that was i mean we didn't we barely moved in a year and a half ago so yeah. it's also like um what what they were really are still like upset about is that we don't have kids yet when I was 24, my grandma, and I, I think I went over there for like a, de- a December month. Mm-hmm. And she, she, she literally looked at me and said, something has to be wrong with you. Not like where Damn. I am, not something where like biologically something's wrong, but she was like, how, why don't you? Have so kids psychologically. Yeah. She was like, something has to be wrong with you. Like you don't have kids, but you're telling me you don't want them. Cause then I really didn't. I was 24. Yeah. Such a, a Mexican thing. Oh, a hundred percent. She was just like, how she's like, you, you should already be starting. And I was like, grandma, no, I, pro- I don't want any. Mm-hmm. And she just looks so upset. And she's like, how, how can you say that to me? Mija, like how could she was just fully upset yeah and and she was just like ended it with like something's wrong with you she and she in spanish she goes that's mal de la cabeza which is like your your head's fucked up no i've heard my grandma say that before yeah. too so it was just like mm, grandma no mm-hmm. and she just like doesn't get it so um so like yeah they it was there were always like changes like that there were always we would bump heads mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's that everyone else in the family has kind of shifted their views and they've been kind of alone in their viewpoints. But now my family in Mexico is more like, you guys do what you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're so happy you guys did already get married. Like, cool for you. And, and of course, the only thing my grandma said, Oh yeah, we saw the pictures. Oh my God. I'm so happy. Da, da, da. And she's like, okay, now all you guys have left to do is just have a kid, like pop a kid. Yeah. Out. yeah. Um, and then they did say like, you know, we do want to meet Mario. They still, they've only ever met him through like FaceTime. Mm-hmm. So like you do have to, we do want to meet him, bring him over. So Mario and I already have that plan for like early next year because bring it back to my passport. Bring it back to the passport. I again, have had a valid passport since I was 10 and I've always renewed it on time. Rather, my family has. Last time I had to renew it, I was graduating high school, which was 10 years ago. 
Such a long time. <laughs> and when I got the passport, you, I got the 10 year one because they were like, obviously, you're, yeah. you know, you're supposed to not change as much by then. So it expired this year because, of course, it was 10 years ago. And it snuck up on me and it expired. Of course it snuck up on you. Yeah. How the fuck has it been 10 years since I've been in high school? And it expired at the end of June. And so I was like, okay, I'll send it in. I should get it by October because it's like, what, 10 weeks? Like, you know, whatever. And yeah. I could pick express. <laughs> it turns out right now <laughs> what the process is to get it back is four to six months. A long ass fucking time. So I'm not even going to get it this year because we're already halfway more. Yeah. I mean, you can get lucky and hit the four month. Yeah, mark. true. But by then it would be way too late to try and book flights because we're, we'd be in holiday months. Yeah. And they'd be so expensive. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at us going, I want to say like February because then we're past the holidays. We're not yet in spring break because I know colleges, each one goes different. Yeah. We're, we're not yet in spring break territory. So I would think we're still good. Prices would still kind of be balanced. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it sucks. Luckily, you didn't have anything planned mm -hmm. already. Yeah, because, because I never get insurance on my shit. I don't. <laughs> Me neither. I'm like, why would I want insurance? Yeah. Why would I cancel my stuff? Why would I not go on this trip? Why would I not go to this concert? Exactly. Yeah. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Nothing is going to stop me from going. Mm -hmm. And guess what? If something does, then it's probably bad enough that I don't give a shit about this anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not even going to care that I lost money because mm -hmm. whatever's stopping me was probably worse enough for me to be like, well, nothing matters. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I hope I can help build a tradition for you. Yeah. Or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, maybe you end up falling in love with the, my grandpa's land too. Or maybe we go on like, I don't know, camping trip or something. Mm -hmm. But I feel like making our own tradition now that we're, now that we're family. Mm -hmm. and not just friends yeah she didn't marry anybody in my family she's just family <laughs> now that's how it works yeah like i'm not gonna have any kids but if i did they would call her auntie yeah so <laughs> that's that's our type of friendship we, yeah. we have and mine are definitely calling you auntie uh, 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 yeah I'm gonna be auntie jazz that's what i'm gonna call you tia oh <laughs> so cute um i have my first nephew Mm -hmm. In my immediate mm -hmm. family. Yeah. And he looks like a baby. So we'll see what he ends up looking like eventually. <laughs> he looks like a baby right now. Babies look like babies. They're like, isn't my baby the cutest baby you've ever seen? I'm like, that is a child and a baby. And I am sorry, but I cannot distinguish one oh from another. Oh my gosh. Have you seen? <laughs> I will never forget this. And I feel like I will think about this when I have my babies. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what did, uh, why'd you say it this way? I saw this interview of, oh my God, what's her name? What's John Krasinski's wife? Emily Blunt. Yes. Okay. And I know it was Emily. I just, there's so many Emily's. I knew I was going to say the wrong last name, but mm -hmm. okay. I saw this interview that Emily Blunt was in and she was talking about when she was pregnant with her daughter and she gave birth 
And the nurse came in and said, oh, your baby is so cute. And she was like, oh, thanks. And she's like, like, she is gorgeous. And she goes, oh, I think you say that to all the mothers. She's like, no, I don't. When I know a baby is ugly, I say, oh, you had a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, all I'm thinking now is, if they ever, don't say that your baby's gorgeous, then they are gonna they're, be like, they're think they're like, that baby is ugly. you've had a baby, <laughs> and I will know, and I guarantee you, I will look down and be like, are you sure that's my baby? I mean, to be honest with you, like every single newborn is ugly. Oh, people who are like, my baby's so cute. I'm like, you have mother How? eyes on. Your baby looks like an alien. And here's the thing: the shape of their head is gross. They also. Some of them, you know, obviously they come out of like your body. And <laughs> they come from? Gonna, they, they've been in there so long that babies react differently to actually being like in the air and being out and about. I mean, they're out of your body now. Like they have to the, start crying to start breathing. So yeah, no matter what, your baby's coming out crying. So and the thing is, so it's like yeah, when they're first born, I think they're all ugly. They're just they're like so, gross. <laughs> so they're covered in blood. And then you have to think like sometimes a month later or a, even like a month or two, some babies have reactions to again. Just the air <laughs> to the the clothes you put on them, mm-hmm. even though you wash you wear them fragrances. with fragrances. Yeah, like whatever it is, because I'll tell you, my sister's gonna hate me, but I tell her all the time to humble her, mm-hmm. as you should. Yeah. As the older sister, you need to humble yes. your your sisters. She, I don't. She had to have been like a month, month and a half. This girl broke out in baby acne. And then she had like in her hair, which a lot of babies do on their scalp. They, they have like really dry, like it looks like eczema Mm -hmm. or like really bad dandruff. And my, you have to get like the baby oil and my mom got the like baby comb and you have to kind of like try and brush it out. Yeah. And she got like all this horrible baby acne all over her skin, but it wasn't just like, oh, it was like her Already her body was red to begin mm-hmm. with. And then it just was more red. And then she got this baby acne that crusted. Oh. Uh. And she, it just looked so ugly. Oh, my God. And she, like, her eyebrows were also getting, like, that dandruff or acne that I was like, what the hell is happening to her? She's just scabbing over. And it was all over her face. And she obviously was the fattest baby out of the three of us. So she just has this fucking chubby cheeks with you like can't even squeeze no, your popping pimples because they're gross and then she obviously got it like some on her body oh my and obviously God. my mom called like one of her friends that's a nurse and they were like well you know she could have an allergic reaction literally to like anything and then they obviously took her to the doctor and the doctor and the reason i say air is because he said this is it's the air like that's what we've found she's allergic to the air she like he said babies will have like this reaction because now they're outside of the womb Mm -hmm. and the womb kind of like took over like the temperature control and shit like that that's not happening out here obviously and they're just kind of like well whatever so she was like boiling over she was just like ugly and my mom would like she would be like oh she's and she would like kiss her and all of this was like ew. Ew. she was like oh can you hold her i was like absolutely not <laughs> do not like what do you mean she's like well i need to grab this i was like you could put her on the bed then yeah put her down like, do not hand her to me she and my mom took pictures of her like that she's like well you know because what if we never know i said you are you are 
evil for taking pictures of her like this. And now I want to find those pictures because I need to know. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I would love to see them because I've never seen a baby that looks the way that you are describing it, a baby. I was just like, and my sister had so many problems in those first few months. Like, I mean, it sounds like it. <laughs> it sounds like she, she went was, through a hell of a like, time. She was like problematic like that where they weren't serious problems. They were just more of like, me and my brother never caused those for my mom as newborns, mm-hmm. but my sister did. So I was like, of course you're leading the pack for yourself of like, and of course now as she's growing up, same thing. She's introducing new problems to my parents. Well, I mean, that's what happens when yeah. you have a child. What, what, uh, 14 years? How many years difference? 12. 12 Her years? and I are 12 years apart. That's a long ass fucking time. Mm-hmm. 12 years difference. And how, what's the difference between her and your brother? Uh, six years and between my brother and I, six years. Yeah. They had us each six years apart from the last. Yeah. I mean, your sister is in an, a completely different generation than you. Yeah. And decade. Decade. A decade. Decade. Yeah. I thought my little brother being born in 2002 was fucking weird, but my sister was born in 2006. Ooh. <laughs> That doesn't sound like a real year that you can be born. <laughs> like if you're <laughs> 2006 Ugh. and Juno was born in 2000. Wow. I mean, 2000, I feel like is a cool year. You're never going to forget how old you are. Mm-hmm. But damn, poor baby. I, I'm not great with babies. Obviously, I think you can tell by the way I'm speaking <laughs> that I'm not a baby person. Um, but one time my mom brought a baby up to my room. I wasn't feeling well. I I can't remember. I, I Okay, I was an introvert. So I was laying down in my room while everybody was having a party downstairs. And my mom brings one of the babies upstairs and um lays the baby down next to me. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> She's like, it's a baby. Isn't he cute? And I looked at him and he wasn't cute. Mm-mm. He was gross. He had a boogie in his nose. <laughs> I was like, why didn't they wipe this boogie from your nose before they brought you to me? Yeah. Um, he smelled a little bit like milk. Oh, yeah. Because the cats milk, never smell like that. The milk will spill and it'll get trapped in their in neck. In their neck. And then the thing is, sometimes you, you like wipe, right? But you will leave residue and eventually it starts to like build and it thickens. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I here's the thing. My family... I was around so many babies growing up because I, on my mom's side, I was the first anything. Mm-hmm. By the way, I started all those bitches. Like, I started <laughs> that whole line, okay? Uh-huh. I was the first. You're number one. I was Not number, only are you the oldest in your family, you're the oldest in your extended family. In my mom's side, That's yeah. That's wild. I was the first one of everything. Grandkid, child, girl, everything. So, after I was born, pretty much Nobody else had kids until like five years later. My aunt, one of my aunts in Mexico. So then after that is when everyone else decided to have like all like the rest of the cousins and like Mm -hmm. my siblings almost in pairs. So I'm the only one that's like living on solo island. Mm -hmm. And then a cousin was born five years later. But then a year later is when my brother and two other cousins were conceived. So they were the first like group. Yeah. And they weren't that far off from my other one. So they technically were all together. And then 
six years later, my sister and two other cousins are conceived. Mm -hmm. So it's like there were all these groups kind of clumped together where they're all each born within a couple months of each other. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, by the time my brother was born, yes, I was still too young, but I was around baby. Like I remember being around all these babies. That's a lot of babies. And then when I was 12, I was even further around all these babies. Mm -hmm. So Everything like when I talk about that, I it's because I've seen my family experience it. So like the milk spilling on the neck is because I've seen them like lift their head back and see like all the milk that's just there. (laughs) And I've seen obviously like explosive diaper things. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! One time my mom was giving my cousin a. It was the first like bath shower she was getting after being born, and it was in the sink. And then my mom, like, I remember they gave her the towel to wrap her. My aunt gave it to her. And then out of nowhere, my aunt goes, what the fuck is this in the sink? And it was like, shit. it was like diarrhea shit, right? In the sink. So, and the bathroom sink. And so it was just like, you brush uh, your teeth there. <laughs> and so then they were like, oh, it's a little bit like on the towel. Like what? And then my mom was like holding her, like, like cradling, like laying in her arms. And my mom's like, Oh my God, is she going? And then she lifted her a little and said, check. And the towel was all like up where her like butt was. Like, so she had to be showered again because she shit herself. So like, I've seen it all. I mean, I get it. Babies don't have control over their functions and blah, 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 blah. I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. My cat from the get go knew how to use a litter box. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what's funny? When I had my cat, because I remember you told me they're just she's gonna know she's gonna know she didn't, and you know you know you know how I knew because she I remember she peed somewhere and I was and not the litter box mm-hmm. and I, this was already I had set everything up so I was like huh and then I think you had taken her for like two nights mm-hmm. and then I was bringing her back and. I don't, I think I took her out of the cat carrier because I was, re- I was pulling into the house and she was sitting on my lap and then she peed on me. So I was like, you're supposed to know to go in the litter box. Yeah. So Did she I, have a UTI? No, she, cause this was after I'd gone her checked by the vet and okay. they said like everything was good. And so then we, I was like, maybe it's because she really had to go. And obviously there's no litter box in here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. And I was getting concerned that I'm like, how is my cat not know? I'm like, Jasmine has literally told me she's supposed to know. Yeah. So I was just like, maybe again, it was just a fluke and then went to sleep. And then I realized that I woke up the next day and she was like, you know, running around the room. And then I realized that she had peed on me again in she, the night. I think she was trying to mark her territory. On so, you. so that's the thing. It's like, obviously when I got home that first night when in the car, I showered. And then when she did it again, and the thing is she did it in the exact like area where she'd done the other one. Yeah. So like these were now two pajama pants. And I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe. So what I did is that final one, I took off my pants and I put them in the litter box Mm -hmm. and then I put her in there and I said, this is where you need to go. This is where you have to do all your stuff. Mm -hmm. And from there, she always did the litter box. Oh, she had to be told. So I guess she had to be told that she's the only baby who's ever had to be told. And so I was just like, like she did it. And I was like, 
oh okay because then after that she always went and then i started getting concerned i'm like oh i really don't know like it's one thing to have the cat because my dad hates cats but now it's like i thought she was supposed to be like know what to do and then once i let and the thing is i left the pants in there peed like i didn't Mm -hmm. wash i left them in there that whole day and i just like kept letting her like go in there and smell them and then from then she like used it all the time yeah that's so interesting i feel like you told me this before but i have bad memory so (laughs) i feel like you telling it to me for the first time ever and i'm shocked (laughs) (laughs) baffled um yeah i mean the only time that judo has ever like peed outside of the litter box or like used the restroom outside of the litter box has been because he was not neutered and he actually wasn't peeing he was um spraying oh i remember i remember it was when you'd moved into your grandparents house and he never sprayed before and no he did. and you said i don't know what's going on and wasn't there another cat yeah momo yeah yeah he was mean to momo yeah i remember because you said i think that's why and you were like it's not a little bit it's like full on it looked like somebody had a spray bottle because <laughs> i went my cat judo follows me into the restroom every single time i use the restroom Mm -hmm. and he was in the restroom with me and he was like meow meow and then he went up to the curtain the shower curtain and just sprayed it and it sounded like somebody fucking sprayed it with a spray bottle Mm -hmm. like a windex spray bottle and it was like and i looked and it was like dripping down the thing and i was like what the fuck (laughs) and that was the first time i had ever seen him like physically do it before i would smell it and be Mm -hmm. like he sprayed in here yeah but to see him physically do it i was like what the fuck i went and got him neutered like the next day yeah (laughs) because i remember at that point you had already been talking about it i think even just like a little bit before before we moved yeah i'll tell the story of why Mm -hmm. so um judo loves to go outside yeah it's his favorite thing he loves to kill things he is a murderer. <laughs> I tried to limit it as much as I could when I was at my old house, but he found a way to sneak out of my brother's window because my brother, he like made a hole and there was a ledge. We're, mind you, we're on the second floor. Mm-hmm. He made a hole in the, the fucking window, window, screen? the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Made a hole in the screen, walked the ledge, jumped off onto the lower roof. And then onto the side gate, and then he would jump on the floor. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I would come home, and he wouldn't be in the house. And I'd be like, how the fuck is he getting out? Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, oh, he's getting out the window. And I was like, what are you talking about? He can't jump from the ledge to the roof. And he's like, he can and he has. I go, how does he get back in the house? He goes, he jumps from the roof to the ledge. And the ledge, I'm telling you, is like four inches, maybe. Mm-hmm. Very, very tight. And so one time I, I, I was like, where's Judo? And they're like, I think he went outside. I was like, why do you keep letting him out of your window? <laughs> <laughs> so I go out. It's like the middle of the night. And I see another cat. And I'm like, hi, kitty. Hello. Have you seen my cat? Have you seen Judo? And Judo jumps out of the bushes, tackles this cat to the ground, and then chases her. And I knew it was a girl because... He definitely was trying to have smacks with her. Oh, because he still had his balls. Yeah, and that was the moment where I was like, he cannot have balls no more. Mm-hmm. He because probably he, has babies out yeah, there. Yeah, I was gonna say because he'd have all these like kittens. He's he definitely is a dad. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. a father. Yeah, he is a father. <laughs> he's got children. Yeah, 
Oh. Yeah. So I do remember you talking about it. And But the thing is, we were college students, like yeah. broke. And the thing was, getting any animal like spayed, neutered is tough. Yeah. So, and we found him on the street. So. Yeah. No, it wasn't causing any problems until I found him being a, very, a menace on the street. And I was like, this is... We don't yeah. need no babies. But, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy that you're, you had a teacher, though. Yeah, I had she to teach. She was so cute. Yeah. And I mean, but what was cool was, like, I just had to show her that one time. And then she literally got it. Mm-hmm. All, every time. was, like, cool. Yeah. So, I was definitely happy, at least, though, that she didn't shit everywhere. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, once she, like, knew, okay, I have to do my stuff in here, then she just went ahead and did both. Yeah. It's like, I wish dogs did that. Ugh. So badly. My God. They just, and then also like my parents who live in a condo, or not a condo, in an apartment. And so they don't even have a space for him to poop. Mm -hmm. So they have to take him for a walk every single time he has to use the restroom. Yeah. And I mean, it's good for you and it's good for the dog, but sometimes you don't want to get up. <laughs> and, yeah. But you have to. And they have to walk up like a long driveway yeah. to get to the grassy section. And then they walk around for a couple minutes and they're like, mm-hmm. should I shit here? Should I shit here? Yeah. I, where am I going to shit? And then sometimes like, they, make a decision. <laughs> sometimes they get distracted by other scents. They're oh my like, God. oh, I, I could I could smell this dog's here and this. And then they just get distracted by that. So it's like, mm-hmm. just yeah. do it. My parents' dog. I, my parents, my little brother's dog. I say my parents because he lives with my parents still. Mm-hmm. Um, will find rocks, snatch them up real quick, and act like you didn't see him snatch <laughs> up a rock. Like he side eyes you, like you didn't see that, and then trots like, la, 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 la. and I'm like, "What's in your mouth?" And he's like, "Nothing." <laughs> what? What? Nothing's in my mouth. So he's trying to be mischievous, but he's really bad at it. Because mm-hmm. then he, it's the joy walk. It's yeah. It's the trotting. I'm like, I see you trotting. Yeah. I know that you're being a bad boy right now. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't care. Doesn't matter to him. <laughs> um, More summer activities. Okay. Do recommendations? So, yeah, I was going to say we've talked about like certain things we do. Not too many. Because I also feel like we're such homebodies that most of our activities are like, indoors yeah which is like reading mm-hmm. watching shows so it's like that's the majority of our stuff yeah um i feel like okay so i am super behind on like my tbr list mm-hmm. so i don't want to recommend books that i haven't read yet mm-hmm. but all the ones that i have are definitely like older that's books. fine recommend them so one like some of the ones that i definitely when i read them i was like oh i definitely think of summer is the spectacular now by tim tharp and that one is basically it's definitely a more like young adult it's about two high schoolers and one is very popular super likable guy and the other girl she's very like introverted and naive Mm-hmm. So they basically start up this like friendship and then romance. And it's basically about also kind of like coming of age and coming to terms with certain things mm-hmm. because he has a lot of demons and some that he doesn't even know about. And then she also has a lot of like family demons, but she's a character who's like so kind that she doesn't even look at them as bad. She's like, that's just my family. Mm-hmm. So I really like that one. Um, Another one is, oh, One Plus One 
by, I've always pronounced her name like this, Jojo Moyes. She, mm-hmm. she originally wrote what the, I think the book that put her on the map was, um, Me Before You. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I, and from there, I started reading like most of her books. So one plus one is another one of my favorites of hers. It's about this single mom who one of her children is a genius at math mm-hmm. and has a chance to compete in like this like crazy genius like math competition and obviously would get them money and again she's a single mom who is struggling and she meets this guy who has money and they basically go on this road trip to take her to the competition because i think he accidentally like hits their car and this car is already like hella old so the fact that it got hit the car was like i'm done i'm done (laughs) okay so they go on this road trip and it's so brilliantly funny because they also have this dog Mm -hmm. who is like the family dog he cannot be left behind because who knows how long it's going to take them to get there and back Mm -hmm. so on this road trip the places they pick to stay the single mom and the guy have to stay in the car with the dog because most of the places won't allow. And it's a big dog. It's yeah. not like a tiny one. Mm-hmm. So the kids will stay in the hotel room that he gets for them. And then he, they have to stay in the car with the dog because also the dog can't be in the car alone because mm-hmm. he's, he's a clingy type. So yeah. he will bark mm-hmm. all night. So it's just like all these like adventures and misfitty things that they get into. And then obviously along the way, they start like having feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. As, so as they do. Yeah. So that one is really good like i said it's really funny it has great moments and it both of the kids i like that sometimes stories with kids i'm just like kind of put off by Mm -hmm. but they're not annoying and they kind of are just as funny as like their mom Mm -hmm. and they're quirky so they don't feel like kids they feel like they've had to grow up much like sooner than the age they are but so they're also just kind of growing up as like everything's happening. So it's, I, I really like that one. And I think for now, oh, um, I really like the flat share too. Oh my gosh. The flat share is so good. Yes. By Beth O'Leary. The flat share is, I like that one a lot too mm-hmm. because it's so, <laughs> it's these two people that are literally sharing a flat in in london or europe wherever and basically he their jobs are like opposite schedules so she uses it in the daytime and then he uses it at night and then sometimes there are days where like she'll be fully gone and those are the days where he's fully there Mm -hmm. and so and the way they've been community they haven't met because their t- their like work schedules are so off, but they leave these like sticky notes behind for each other, and they start having a conversation through their. So instead of like literal text, they'll do sticky notes and then occasionally text, and then they like meet and stuff, and then they realize like they like each other and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's so so good and so brilliantly yeah. written. The tension that is created just through the sticky note mm-hmm. is so well done. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for my book recs, I have, have a couple. I really like fantasy during the summer. Mm-hmm. So if you've never read Throne of Glass series, it's really good. Um, 
just and honestly, anything Sarah J. Mass is incredible. Mm -hmm. She's really good at world building where it doesn't just feel like you're learning about the world. It's like you are discovering the world with the character and she does just a really good job of like building it in a way that you don't feel like it's work to get through. Mm -hmm. Um, So I definitely recommend the Throne of Glass series. Um, If you want something that has a little bit more spice, then you can also read the Court of Thorns and Roses in that series. That one's more like fluffy there's war and there's um i would say that's more like a a romance with fantasy mm-hmm. and throne of glass is more of a fantasy with some romance mm-hmm. so s- subtle difference but it makes a a world of change when yeah when you're reading it you know the throne of glass <laughs> i was like i should probably tell you what it's about um throne of glass follows an assassin who has been in jail i'm it's not really called jail but has basically been in jail for the last year mm-hmm. um because she her she was pretty much thrown under the rug and was forced to like she somebody betrayed her and so she ended up in jail yeah and so the king is looking for a new an assassin for his court mm-hmm. and she ends up being chosen as his sons the king's sons um like person that's going to Fight all the other people, like all of the royalty is bringing somebody forward that they want to be the king's champion. Mm-hmm. Or it's really an assassin, but they call it the king's champion. Yeah. And um, so the king's son chooses her as his champion. And so they have to go into a battle of like all the people that want to be the king's champion. Um, and only one person can emerge as the winner. Oh, okay. Um, so it starts off like that, but as it evolves, you find out how people are connected, that it's like a much bigger war than just what's happening. Yeah. So it starts off where it's like, oh, it's a fun competition. And by the end, you're just baffled by the world building and the war that eventually comes. And it's just so well done. It's, if you like, um, The Witcher, it has like a lot of word gates. It has, um, like different type of like hidden powers. Um, it's, it's really good. So yeah, de- definitely recommend. And then, um, a quarter thorns and roses follows a girl who ends up killing a wolf that was actually an, a fairy and the fairy, uh, another fairy comes, gets her and he was waiting for somebody to kill a, like his wolf mm-hmm. fairy because there was a, prophecy that whoever did whoever whatever human could kill a fairy would end up breaking like the curse so it kind of gives okay it's kind of similar to um beauty and the beast Mm -hmm. so the premise at the start is like a beauty and the beast type beast type type of (laughs) god it's a beauty and the beast type of premise and she is brought over there and is pretty much like held captive in -hmm. a way um because he he's like well you need to hold you captive for your crimes of killing a fairy but um eventually she's trying to like he's trying to make her fall in love with him because if he can get a human to fall in love with him then it'll break the curse and part of the curse is that like everybody has masks on so you can't see their face Mm -hmm. and yeah so that's like the start of it and obviously same thing as throne of glass the world building eventually leads you to 
you know, there's much more going on than just yeah. you, this curse that needs to be broken. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one's really good as well. And yeah. And then, so the bridge kingdom who it's written by Danielle Steele, E Steele or something like that. And this follows a woman who it follows actually there's, it's written in both point of views. Mm-hmm. So the main girl and the main guy. And she was trained by her father, who is the king from a young age. And all of her sisters were brought to this place um, where they were trained to be um, spies and assassins and, you know, to infiltrate the kingdoms that they're going to be married into. And so she ends up ha- like to win as the, the person who's going to be married off into their enemy ter- kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, she like kills all of her sisters. Oh, um, yeah. Damn. This happens like right away. <gasps> um, betrayal. Betrayal. And so by doing that, she gets to um, become the queen of the the place that is like their biggest enemy. But they're like pretending that they want to fix things because mm-hmm. there was an old, old treaty that was signed where one of their daughters had to be married off to one of the, the sons. So mm-hmm. they're like, we're going to go through with it and we're still going to let our daughter marry you. But obviously she was trained to be a spy the whole time. So yeah. it's an enemies to lovers mm-hmm. type of trope. They very much start off. Not only do they start off as enemies, but they become lovers and then they become enemies again. Oh. So it goes back and forth. Very well done. Um, there's four books in the series. The first two follow um, the ones from the bridge kingdom. and then the Next to follow, um, her brother and this girl that like helped him during the, the show. So that's a really good one too. Very summer vibes because one of the places that like she's from is mm-hmm. a very, very hot place. Oh, you okay. might get scared. There are snakes mentioned a lot. Ugh. Um, but at the same time, you're reading it and you I'm reading see them. it. Yeah. I can read about them. I just, I, I don't picture them as snakes. I picture them as different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a really good series. And then the last one I want to recommend is where is it? Where is it? <laughs> I'm going to switch up genres. I was going to choose another fantasy, but instead I'm going to choose Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Oh, so good. It takes place in Malibu, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so very beachy vibes. It takes place within a 24 hour period. So all in one day, a lot of shit happens. Mm-hmm. Follow siblings, um, which I thought was really cool. I love sibling stories. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever read any of Taylor's work before, you know that everything's kind of connected. It all ha- happens within the same world. So you might, if you've read her other work, you might know some characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, if you want, it's oh, such a quick read. So quick. Um, I would recommend reading it on the beach. Uh, yeah, it's just very good. And those are my book recs. Those are my book recs. Mm-hmm. Um, what about TV recommendations? Oh, summer. Okay. So summer TV ones. I, here's the thing. I usually am just like a streaming girl. So I won't, I don't really, I haven't watched TV in a lot, like live TV in a long, long time. Because I mean, I don't watch live TV. I'm talking about TV shows like 
streaming works. Yeah. Yeah. So um TV shows, I will definitely say, and this might come as a shocker, but I will probably say like Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's like small town. It's definitely summery vibes. Ginny and Georgia, for sure. I've never seen it. Oh yeah, it's a huge. It like it's all summer. Like okay. it, and I think it. Yeah, it's definitely like summer. It's like southerny. Yeah, like definite huge like summer one for me. I want to build off of you. So you said Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I say True Blood, which was on HBO. Mm-hmm. Okay. It takes place in like the South and yeah. it is so good. It definitely summer vibes. Yeah. Um, and if I just, I guess I keep gearing towards fantasy, <laughs> but it's so good and it has like the romance and fantasy elements and it's mm-hmm. just campy enough where you're like, yes, yeah. this is so good. Um, and then you said Ginny and Georgia, which yes. is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I say, um, oh shit. What's it called? Dead to me. Dead to me. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. if you haven't seen Dead to Me, that also has summer vibes. They have like a pool in their backyard where they like sit and talk sometimes. Oh, okay. But yeah. it is, I, it's like surprisingly funny mm-hmm. and heartfelt and it has Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini and James Marsden and it's very good. Mm-hmm. Continue your list. Okay. Um, the next one. TV. Okay, the thing is, most of my TV shows, I feel like, are more fall. Yeah, I definitely think you gear towards yeah. fall type. Feelings. So I don't. More like summery TV shows. I will say, like Stranger Things to mm-hmm. me is very. I think I even told you I restarted like the fourth season. Yeah, today. So definitely Stranger Things. Um, I would say the summer I turned pretty. If you want something that's yeah. Easy and cute and just literally based in the summer. I will, another one I will say Daisy Jones and the Six. And I would even say the book as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So Daisy Jones and the Six. Another Taylor book up in there. Yeah. Taylor Jenkins. She's a really good writer. Yeah, she is. Just like Colleen Hoover. She's got a lot of haters, but I mean, Taylor does too. Yeah. But that's how you know you made it. Mm -hmm. That's how you know. Yeah. Um, all right. Any other shows before we move on to movies? I think, um, Sweet Magnolias, it, mm. which is the one I talked about earlier where the third season came out. That one is huge summer. It literally just takes place in the summer mm-hmm. and it's the South. Mm-hmm. So all they do is talk about iced tea. They do a margarita thing. Like, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Um, I feel like movies are a little bit more difficult. But I'm going to see Oppenheimer tonight. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my summer. Um, I really, going back to the fantasy vibe, I like superhero movies in the summer. I like oh, watching okay. Avengers and like leading up to the series, mm-hmm. um, to it ending. I just feel like it, it's always like a, they always came out as a summer blockbuster. Mm hmm. And so they feel warm and vibrant like summer is. I like to binge watch or, you know, rewatch those shows. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not shows, those movies. And I like watching The Princess Bride in the summer. I guess oh, okay. this goes back again to 
all of the times that I've gone to my grandpa's land mm-hmm. because whenever we're there, they have a bunch of VHSs. Yeah. And the VHSs that are available are like Princess Bride, Evil Dead, um, Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Those movies feel like summer to me, even if they're not. Yeah. Um, we always watch Evil Dead when we're out, out in my grandpa's land <laughs> because we're in a cabin and it takes place in a cabin. And what a better place to be spooked and scared mm-hmm. than watching a scary movie that happens in a space yeah. that you are in. Literally in, yeah. So we like to do that. Um, and I feel like scary movies kind of give a summer vibe too. Like, yeah, they do. Literally like, scary movie. <laughs> yeah, scary. And also Scream always comes out in the oh, summer. Scream, yes. I mean, not always in the summer. They, they have come out in October, but it's like they re, I don't know why, but I feel like they really promote it mostly in the summer. Yeah. So it feels like some, like a summer movie. Yeah. And you just like want to gather with your friends to mm-hmm. see it. And summer is the best time to gather. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, those are like the movies that I think of when I think of summer. Mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah. Um, I think of, I was actually just watching it today as well, and I haven't even finished it. I think of The Glass Castle. Oh. And again, go of uh, the book as well. It's a memoir, so it is a true story. It is based on the author's life 100% so well so written. great and it was it's her first book and in the dedication she credits like her husband saying like you need to share th- this story like your life you need to share it mm-hmm. so i yeah the glass castle movie definitely um it's just i don't know it just like speaks summer to me mm-hmm. um Another one, and we actually saw it together, where the crawdads sing. Yes, yeah, and the book. Yeah, and the book. These are all like, <laughs> and the book, <laughs> and the book. Uh, yeah, I really like those. And I have okay. Here's what's funny. I haven't read this series. Kind of like the summer I turned pretty. I've watched the series, but I haven't read the books. Mm-hmm. This, these movies, I have only seen the first one, but I haven't read any of the books. To all the boys I've loved before. I love that series. I've seen all the movies. Okay. I haven't read the books. I felt like I could enjoy the series, but I felt I was too old now at this point because the movies came out when I was like 26, 25, 26. Mm-hmm. And I just felt too old because it took place with a high school main person. Yeah. And that's how I feel about The Summer I Turned Pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's 15 yeah. when the series starts. Yeah. So that's definitely past 10 years my time i don't think there's anything wrong with enjoying movies or books with main characters that aren't Mm -hmm. your same age but there's just something about reading them that it feels it doesn't feel like you're it relates to you anymore yeah i don't like all of the insecurities or problems or things that they're not as sure about Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm past that i'm past that Mm -hmm. and i'm more of like now I'm concerned of like insecurities of like, have I chosen the right person? Mm-hmm. Am I choosing the right pat career for me? Like yeah. things like those. That's why I like new adult romance. Yeah. So yeah, but I do enjoy the shows. Watching it is different because I feel like when you're watching something, like you're passively enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So you can just see what's going on. Remember like, oh yeah, I went through that and seeing somebody yeah. emote that on yeah. TV is different than 
reading somebody emote it in an inner dialogue. Yeah. So I do. En- I love the boys I loved before uh, mm-hmm. movies. They're really good. Yeah. Um. What's oh, the I- other one? The one with Joey King. Oh, uh, the kissing booth. Yes, I like that mm-hmm. one too. That one I haven't seen either, but I've heard raves about it, especially like the actors, like her friendship with him. Mm-hmm. I've heard like raves about that. I heard that they were together and then they broke up, but then they still stayed friends. I heard that they were never together, that oh. they stayed, that they were always like amazing friends and that she was with somebody else on the show. Mm. I think it was the other guy and everybody kept rooting for her to be with the other one and i heard that she didn't have like the best relationship with the other and he was always there for her as a friend yeah so i've heard their friendship is unbelievable but it's purely platonic okay i mean i like platonic male female friendships yeah i feel like it's rare mm-hmm. and when it does happen it it's just so nice to see it is nice it is and i do think but everyone should always have like a friend like that regardless of like what yeah Gen, like they are so i i that's what i've mostly heard about them yeah and i think my last one is like i watch it when i really want to laugh and i just have a good time like in the summer watching it it's bridesmaids oh my gosh <laughs> so good i just love it so much especially when she like freaks out at her bridal shower Mm -hmm. and she tries to knock out like i think it's the chocolate fountain and she she can't it's it's like built (laughs) so she starts just grabbing grass and throwing it Mm -hmm. yeah so those are mine yes 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 to all of them um and i hope you as the listener enjoy them too or give us Rex yes. too like please your favorite like book the summer one or shows tv shows i especially am not very well versed in like movies and tv shows for summer and stuff like i said i'm more of a fall girly mm-hmm. so i would love to know new ones to try like when you told me about the witcher i'm obsessed now yeah yeah so i'm give definitely recommendations open. we mm-hmm. are always open to Getting more things that are going to bring us joy. Mm-hmm. What sparks joy? A little Marie Kondo. <laughs> Did you see that Marie Kondo was like, now that I have kids, I don't care so much about being cleanly and neat. And I was like, wow, no wonder you were so good at it before because you didn't have any kids. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. But I will say her folding technique, I follow mm-hmm. to this day and it saved so much room. Yeah, I tried to and then I got too lazy. <laughs> I was like, triangles. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now I just kind of, there's room in the drawer. I'm just fucking stuffing yeah. that shit in. I'm like, you go, go, go. <laughs> so yeah, I, I tried Marie Kondo for like two days and I was like, everything sparks joy, Marie. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What do you mean just the things that spark joy? Everything sparks Everything. joy. That's why I kept it all. Yeah. There's a reason. Um, but I think we should wind down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're at two hours. <laughs> you said that we win it. And we I did. always do. Um, we keep thinking that we're going to talk less than two hours, but guess what? We like to ramble. Yeah. And we like to forget words we're going to say. <laughs> so we stutter. <laughs> and by we, I mean me. Oh, no, me 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but we're going to wind it down. Like I said, I'm going to watch Oppenheimer. It is currently 9.15. I'm watching this movie at 10.45. That oh, means, which means you guys also have to leave soon. That means, yeah, we have to leave soon. And I have to take a quick little nap 
or I'm not going to make it through because this movie is three hours. That means I'm not getting home until like three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And again, this movie's not going to start till 1115. Yeah. And I haven't, I didn't sleep well last night mm-hmm. because I was at a concert until 11. Oh, I need to tell this story. So when we're going to the concert, we like to show up in LA fashion where we don't get there until the main act is going to go on. It's just what we do. Mm-hmm. We know we're going to get parking. We know we're going to get there to see the act. And I didn't know the openers and I have a seat. So I didn't want to get there early because I'm old. Mm-hmm. So we get there and it says that parking for the forum is sold out. But there's parking in a different section. And so Mark turns, but he turned too early. And so we pull up and the girl's like, um, he goes, oh, can we park? at the for for the forum here and she's like yeah but it's gonna be a far walk and like said it with like that like mm-hmm. with attitude it's gonna be a far walk and so my gut feeling was like that means there's different parking that's closer yeah that isn't the forum and he was like okay gave the card <laughs> and i was like she just said it was gonna be a far walk we ended up walking 20 minutes oh my god that means at the end of the concert we had to walk back another 20 minutes and i kept making fun of him and <laughs> He's like, oh, I know, I know. I made a mistake. He's like, you didn't look at me for confirmation. I would have told you no. And we can make a U-turn out of there. Yeah. But instead, you said yes. And now we're stuck here because we already paid the money to park in this parking lot. And we have to walk. And then um, he's like, that concert was so good and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, would have been better if we didn't have to walk 30 minutes. <laughs> and then he's like looking and there was like a big, long wait for pretty much like traffic to get out of the structure mm-hmm. and he was like at least we're not stuck in that i was like yeah we could instead we're gonna walk the 20 minutes would have taken us to sit in traffic and he's like i wish i was in traffic instead <laughs> <laughs> so yeah concerts i guess remind me of the summer as well yeah go to concerts mm-hmm. oh we didn't say any music um gus dapperton last dinosaurs bad sons um local natives paramore those are all my summer go-to people. I don't have summer go-to people. I have, what do I have? Yeah, fall go-to. I have fall go-to people. I apologize. How dare you? Uh, listen to all of those people I mentioned. They're all very fun. Very, I, I don't know. They just have summer vibe to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so listen to the music. Okay. Anything else? No, I think I'm good. I think I'm good too. Um, it is two hours and four minutes. Guess what? I didn't cry. I kept my promise. I'm going to cry after though. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for, oh, we never said our name in the beginning. Thanks for joining us for things I never said in therapy. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye.